Welcome to episode one of Tequila and Beer Pond. I'm your host, Young Boston. Here with a few of my colleagues, we have G-Shep, JD, and Brett. And in today's podcast, we'll be discussing the NBA play-in tournament and some of the NBA playoff matchups that will be coming up over the next weekend. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of Tequila and Beer Pong is sponsored by Mako Manor Clothing Company, Live Free. We have all worn hundreds of types of apparel, but Mako Manor's 100% cotton never fails. If you want a comfortable fit for a night out or just an adventure, try Mako Manor. So, uh, of course, g Shep, first we want to discuss the game that's currently going on as we record this podcast which is, you know, Golden State and Steph Curry against Memphis and Morant. And right now, Morant and uh, Memphis have the lead 77-71. So what do you think about this playing game? Well, so far in this playing game, uh, Memphis has been doing a good job of containing Steph Curry. He's had kind of an off night, but uh, we'll see what ends up happening. I mean, you know that the winner of this game plays Utah in the 1A matchup. Uh, Utah, they didn't have Donovan Mitchell for uh, the last portion of the season, so it'll be interesting to see if Curry could uh, take the Warriors to win maybe one or two games in that series, but if Memphis does win, I I think that's a boost for their franchise, but overall, I don't know if I see them winning more than a game against Utah. Yeah, absolutely, and of course, you know, Utah, uh, they do have Gobert, and analytically, he's been a really solid player this year. Um, He's going to be defensive player of the year, tell you that. Yep, he's, he's second in wind shears. Um, he's also fourth in wind shears for 48 minutes. And in addition, he is 16th in box plus minus. And he's also up there in VORP, which is value over replacement player. So he's 15th. So Utah is all right. Um, but I don't know if they're really... Uh, a usual one seed where they'd be favorites in every game. Uh, it's sort of wide open right now in the Western Conference. I, I got to agree with you on that. I mean, the real big issue for Utah this whole season, everyone's been saying that they're frauds, you know. The injury to Donovan Mitchell obviously hurt them, but I mean, they, they played pretty well without Mitchell. You can't say that they were awful without him, but their schedule kind of lightened up towards the end of the season. Um, it'll be really interesting, though, to see if uh, the Warriors do give them a challenge if they end up coming back here in this playing game. But if not, uh, I don't see Memphis really giving them uh, much of a fight. Yeah, absolutely. So now I guess we'll move on to um, the Flippers versus the Mavericks. <laughs> now, you know, I am a big fan of the Flippers because I'm a Lakers <laughs> hater. Um, so I'd like to see the Clippers versus the Lakers. Um as we go on to the semifinals um, for the whole league. Um, so, you know, Luka Doncic versus Kawhi Leonard and Paul George should be an intriguing matchup. Uh, what do you think about that one? I mean, it's all going to come down to whether Porzingis is healthy or not. If Porzingis isn't healthy, we kind of have a uh, rematch of last series in the bubble. We, we saw what uh, the Clippers were able to do to Luka Doncic. They forced him... Uh, to give up the ball in some possessions. I mean, Luka, Luka could put this team on his back and carry them to maybe a victory or two, but without Porzingis, the Mavericks don't really stand a chance. I mean, the Clippers are just so deep this year. I mean, they pick up Rondo, they pick up DeMarcus Cousins, who many thought he was washed, but he's been pretty solid for them, not going to lie. Um, 
And you know the Clippers, they were ducking the Lakers trying to get this four seed, but we'll see. I mean, I, I, I got to say, I think the Clippers are winning the series in five, maybe six, if Porzingis plays. But uh, J.J. Redick just uh, confirmed he's going to be out tomorrow. Maxi Kleber, he's going to be out tomorrow. So, uh, I don't know, not looking great for the uh, Mavericks to start this series. Yeah, absolutely. And now we can sort of talk a little bit about the 3-6 matchup, which is the Nuggets versus the Trailblazers. Um, of course, this matchup is with the likely MVP of the league, um, with Jokic. And, of course, uh, Lillard has also been having a really good season as well. He's been top 10. Um, so it is a very interesting matchup. Um, now Portland actually, you know, in the first game, it's probably only going to be like a minus one spread for Denver. Um, you know, a lot of people think Portland has a really good shot in this series. Um, you know, with Murray out, and it should be really competitive. I mean, they're they're two really even teams, I would say, without Jamal Murray for Denver. So it should be a really entertaining series. Of course, Dame is always fun to watch. So uh, that should be a good one, and they would take on. Um, possibly your Lakers, right? If they yeah, ended I mean, up winning. So the thing about this series, you know, you saw Jokic how he was performing before Murray went down with the ACL tear, but surprisingly, the Nuggets almost seem to play better without Jamal Murray. Somehow, I mean, that's how good of a player Jokic is. Uh, this series, it's a it's a rematch of a semifinal from two years ago, where the series won seven games. The Trailblazers ended up winning by a performance by CJ McCollum, where he just went completely off. Unconscious. I, I don't know though. Did the the Trailblazers are really going to have to rely on guys like Robert Covington? If you're playing Carmelo Anthony in his mid to late thirties in a playoff series, could you really rely on him? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, the 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 Aaron Gordon pickup has been huge for the Nuggets. I, I just I don't I, I don't know if I really if I really trust. Portland win this series, but I, you never know. Of all the Western Conference matchups, I think this is the one that's the biggest toss-up for me. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um, I think it is the it could go either way, and the other one obviously of course is the Lakers versus the Suns. Uh, Booker, obviously Chris Paul has a lot of playoff experience, um, but Booker doesn't, so it'll be his first time in the playoffs and against a really good Lakers team. I know they've been injured. Um, but you would have to expect uh, Vegas would think the Lakers are going to be the favorites, even though they're a seven and the Suns are yeah. a two. Um, so you would think the Lakers should be the favorites in this series. But nonetheless, the Suns, of course, are a really fun team, and a lot of people like them, you know, nationally. Yeah. I, I do got, I, I do feel bad for Chris Paul. It's almost like he, he he's uh, he's cursed a little bit in the playoffs. Um, I mean, you see all these series when he's with the Clippers, he gets hurt. Blake Griffin gets hurt. Just a lot of bad luck injury-wise to Chris Paul. And then the Rockets, game six, he uh, hurts his hamstring against the Warriors a few years back, and then they lose in seven. Just a lot of bad luck for Chris Paul, and it continues now here with <laughs> the Suns fighting for that two-seed, and they end up playing the defending champions. It's, it's, it's a whole lot of bad luck, but um, I don't know. A lot of people are writing off the Suns from the beginning. I'm a Lakers fan, obviously. I, I don't... I'm not going to write off the Suns. I know that it's going to be tough for the Suns to defend against Anthony Davis. You have Dario Saric and, and uh, DeAndre Ayton against Anthony Davis. I mean, it's not not a great matchup for the Suns, but I, I don't know. I, 
you got Devin Booker and Chris Paul and a whole a lot of wings that can defend LeBron and Mikel Bridges and Jay Crowder. So I, I, I don't know. It's definitely going to be a challenge for the Lakers. I, I'd, I'd see uh, the Lakers winning this in maybe six or seven. It all depends on whether AD and LeBron are fully healthy. Yeah, absolutely. I think Lakers in six sounds about right. And now we can move on uh, to the east. And we have uh, 76ers versus the Wizards, which I don't think is that interesting of a matchup. So, um, yeah, the 76ers, obviously the number one seed with Embiid and Simmons leading the way. Um, and they've really built a great roster out there. So, I mean, they should be heavy favorites in that one. Um, you know, Beal's a real exciting player to watch. Um, but, you know, I think the Sixers should win that in maybe like five games. Or Yeah, I'm, Wizards would be lucky to pick up uh, maybe a game on the Sixers. I, I don't think it'll be much of a challenge for them. Uh, you know, you got to applaud Westbrook for the way that he's finished out the season. A lot, Wizards had a lot of doubters. I mean, you started off the season 0-7 and then 3-14. and Obviously, it's going to be tough to rally your guys, especially in a shortened season with only 72 games. But I, I, applaud, I applaud the Wizards for actually fighting through the plane, getting to the 8th uh, seed. But I, I, don't, I just see way too much firepower on the Sixers team. Uh, obviously, with Doc Rivers, and now you surround Embiid and Simmons with shooters. Much better roster for them this season than in previous with that terrible fit with Al Horford. But, yeah, this seems to be an easy win for the Sixers. Yeah, absolutely. And now we'll go to a really, actually, I think, intriguing matchup. And nationally, I think a lot of people are going to be interested in this one, uh, which is the Knicks and the Hawks. Of course, Trey Young, real exciting player. Um, you have Barrett for the Knicks and a real, really good defensive team out there in New York. So this will be a really fun matchup, I think. Um, and honestly, I don't really know how it will go down. I think you know could e- either, either team way. could could do well in this series, but definitely one of the more interesting series, I would say. I mean, you can't talk about the Knicks this year without talking about Julius Randle. Uh, just an insane, insane jump from last season to this season. You know, while the bubble was going on, this man was in the gym working as hard as he possibly could. Uh, it's just this team is built on defense and – if you take a look at this roster, there are a bunch of misfits. I mean, you you got two teams in New York. You got the Nets and you got the Knicks. And the Nets are a super team with three all-stars. And you have the, the Knicks, Julius Randle, and a bunch of no-names. And guys like Derrick Rose, Reggie Bullock, <laughs> even Alfred Payton on that team. Like, I, I, You know, I applaud Tom Thibodeau for doing a great job with this roster. And uh, I, I don't know. If I had to pick right now, I think the series is going seven. Bogdanovich really helps out the Hawks. I mean, once they fired Lord Lloyd Pierce and uh, put Nate McMillan in charge and Bogdanovich came back from injury, they really started rolling. But, yeah, if I had to guess, I'd go Nixon seven. This is really this is really a toss-up. I, this is a tough series to predict. Yeah, I mean, you've got you to gotta expect the Knicks to throw a lot of guys at Trey Young. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually really interesting about Randall. Um, especially in value stats in win shares, which is you know how many wins this player has contributed to the team. Uh, Randall's actually 15th, uh, and he's at, at about eight, so he's actually contributed eight more wins to the Knicks than a replacement level player. And then in value over replacement, uh, he's also actually top 10, so really made a huge jump, as you said, G Shep. Um, so that'll be a super interesting series. The next one also, I think, is a really cool series oh, because yeah. Milwaukee is going to be challenging uh, against Miami. It's a tough matchup for them. 
Um, can Giannis finally take that leap and really show that he's you know a championship caliber player? Of course, against Miami, who was just in the finals last year. So I think that's a probably, I mean, maybe the best matchup in the East, um, I would say, as far as star power goes. It's a really tough matchup for Milwaukee, but I mean, it's all gonna it's all gonna uh, come into version here with Drew Holiday. Will the Drew Holiday trade be worth it? And you saw they traded away a significant amount of draft picks for Drew, as well as Eric Bledsoe. I mean, you had Eric Bledsoe, who is just known to be a terrible, terrible postseason player. And he's known for his defense, but honestly, in the playoffs, his offense was terrible last year in the bubble. He really couldn't get it together. And uh, I think Drew is going to be huge for the Bucks, as well as Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson this year have not played as well as they, as you saw in the bubble. Or last season in general, to be honest with you, um, I don't know. If I had to make a prediction, I'd say the Bucks are actually going to win just purely because of Drew Holiday in this series. I mean, you hit, you do have a good defender in Bam on Giannis. Bam, arguably, uh, I, to be honest, I think he should have been top three defensive player of the year. I mean, you saw a tweet by Bam yesterday, haha, because Draymond Green was picked third over him in defensive player. Of the year finalists, so I, I don't know. Jimmy Butler saying he's locked in. This will be really interesting. Uh, if Giannis loses again to Miami, it's just not a great look for him. So we'll see if he'll uh, he'll be able to fight those demons in the playoffs in the first round really soon. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people compare Giannis to Lamar Jackson. You know, he's great in the regular season, but then what happens in the playoffs? What happens when he's trailing? Um, and that leads us to our last matchup we'll discuss, which is, of course, my team, the Celtics, going up against uh, the Brooklyn Nets, the big three uh, up there in Brooklyn. And, of course, you know, one of our buddies, Jake, he uh, sort of got a kick out of me saying that, you know, I thought the Celtics were going to lose in, in four and get swept by the Nets. Um, so I think, I guess he thinks he has he has the Celtics having some sort of shot against them, but I don't. <laughs> no, um, no. Especially without Jalen Brown, you know, I think this Big is... Big loss. But, I mean, it's not like the Celtics really had anything to play for anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think Gordon Awards was a lot bigger loss than we thought he was going to be. Um, because having uh, core four of Hayward, Kemba, Brown, and Tatum could have got you to the finals last year against the Lakers. And, you know, I think the Nets will do really well. They could, you know, they could lose a game here or there because they haven't really built up chemistry with all three of those guys on the court at the same time. Um, but I think the Celtics are in trouble, and I'll be, you know, focusing my time on the Bruins. I think they have a better <laughs> shot. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, got to be honest. I, I think the Celtics would have been would have been better off just taking the play-in and uh, focusing on the offseason. I mean, obviously, with Jalen Brown getting that surgery... They kind of knew they had no shot this year anyway. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting in the future rounds with Brooklyn. I mean, obviously, they haven't really played as a team together. They haven't really built up that chemistry, as you said. Uh, but, yeah, it should be an easy uh, easy win for the Nets. Four, five at most. But with Harden back, I don't really see any, of a, any struggle for the Nets in this series. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go around the horn now and give our uh, NBA Finals predictions. So I'll start. And then we'll move uh, clockwise. So I'm going to go with, I'm not going to say who wins. We'll just give our predictions. I'll yeah. go Lakers-Nets. So I think the Lakers are the best team in the West. I think the Nets are the best team in the East. Pretty simple. Um, but G-Shep, what do you think? 
So right now, I have uh, Lakers-Sixers. I, I think, obviously, uh, as you said, the Lakers have the most talent. I think that it's going to come down to Lakers-Clippers, Battle of L.A. in the Western Conference Final, if, they, if the Clippers do not choke to the Utah Jazz in the second round. And I think the Sixers really built a solid roster around uh, Embiid and Simmons. Embiid, if he do, you could argue that if he doesn't miss those games this year, he is the league MVP. Uh, it's all going to come down to if Ben Simmons can uh, really put it together this postseason and not just be a liability on offense for the Sixers. But um, I think chemistry-wise, it's really going to matter to the Nets that they haven't been playing together. So that's why I have the Sixers. Yeah, absolutely. JD, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think the Lakers-Nets matchup is going to happen. I think the Kyrie Irving versus LeBron James uh, setup is long overdue, and I think this year is going to be that year. So. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm going with. What are you? What about you, Brett? I'm gonna have to go with uh, the underdog, and I know they're not an underdog due to their seating, but I have the Utah Jazz versus the Brooklyn Nets. But bad. I do have the Brooklyn Nets beating the Utah Jazz, so yeah, that's well, that's popular opinion. But I think I think this is the year that a new team comes out of West, and uh, it's the beginning of a of a good run for the Utah Jazz. With a lot of talent. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to conclude today's episode of Tequila and Beer Pond. And in the next episode, we'll talk a little bit about baseball as we get towards the summer and the All-Star break. And, of course, we'll definitely get into some of the Stanley Cup playoffs, especially since we go into round two. That's definitely going to be interesting to talk about. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening. And this episode was sponsored by Mako Manor Clothing Company. All right. Have a good one.